Good day, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome to another episode of Matt and Dan in the House of... Wow! Exactly. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome everyone uh, to another episode of Matt and Dan in the House of Quark, and today we're on episode nine. Episode, episode nine. Wow, I know we say it's every episode, but wow, we, we've, uh, again, I, I can't believe we're on episode nine already. Wow. Do your standard thing. So it'd be the rise of Quark? Rise of Quark. There we go. There we are, the Rise of Quark. Episode 9, the Rise of Quark. Uh, right, then, so of course, if you watch us now <laughs> on our Facebook page at M and DHQ, or you can watch us on our YouTube channel as well. Just type in Matt and Dad, how's a quark, and you'll find us there. Give us a like, comment, or that, subscribe. Uh, you can listen to us, of course, on Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Anchor, Breaker, and of course, Overcast and Pocket Casts as well. And lots of many other third-party uh, podcasts and streaming sites that I've never heard of. But hello to those people <laughs> listening. <laughs> right, and so, of course... Anybody was... listen on Overcast, by the way? I, I need yeah, if you, if you are listening on Overcast, please uh, yeah, give us a message as well. <laughs> Let us know. We don't even know people listen to us on these sites, but we're on them. That's the main thing. Right then, so, uh, again, welcome to our brand new episode. So, episode nine, what are we talking about? So, a standard... <laughs> We do have Mr. Data there, and he's going to tell us what we're talking about today. So uh, today we're talking about the holodeck slash suite. Uh, so I think for this, we'll probably say holodeck for most of it, because it's easier just to, yeah. yeah, so we're not keep going holodeck. I mean, holosuite or whatever. Just say holodeck mm-hmm. just to make it a lot easier. So yeah. uh, we're going to talk about our, our favorite holodeck uh, episodes uh, from the franchise. So a bit more personal, I think, this episode's going to be, which is going to be great, more of a discussion like the last episode. Uh, we also can talk about what if the holodeck uh, uh, became reality? So uh, what it would be useful, uh, where would you find them, and uh, the ethics as well around uh, holodecks if they did become, uh, well, reality in, in the real world, not just in the world of Star Trek. And also we would talk about as well, what would we personally uh, be using them for? If me and Dan uh, owned a holosuite or we, or we could go to one, what would we uh, would use them for? What would we hire them for? Be really interested in this episode, right then? So uh, let's uh, get started. We're going to start now, of course, um, with our first point, which is our favorite hollow deck uh, episodes. Uh, Dan, uh, I want you to take this one away f- um, to start us off. So, what, what do you think? What's your favorite one? Oh. Um, well, before <laughs> I do, um, I just remember it's quite interesting. I was actually thinking about um, when you were saying about holodeck slash hollow suite, like the name. I was actually thinking about this last night um, when I couldn't sleep, um, sort of thinking about what I would say. Um, it's quite interesting because obviously in DS9, they say it's a hollow suite. Mm-hmm. It's Quark's hollow suites. But on, obviously on the ships, so like the Enterprise, it's a hollow deck. And I think, I think it is for me. I mean, I know they're the same thing, but in a way, it is, if you think about it, quite different. Like a hollow deck okay. on Enterprise is... I guess just a deck on, on the Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Obviously, but with with Quarks, it's um within his bar, so it's it's entertain. It's like a, it's like going yeah, to. That's like, a good point. I didn't even think about that, but yeah, yeah, I like that. It's 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 more like an, an entertainment. It has connotations of entertainment, like a place of entertainment. Yeah. Than, I think on the Enterprise, it's more 
I mean, we'll get we'll get into this further into the episode, but um, I just wanted to start off by saying it because you you just you just literally said it, and I was like, oh yeah, I was thinking about I was actually thinking about this last night. I think yeah. on like say, yeah. for instance, like or like oh, obviously on the Enterprise or Voyager, it is more of a deck, mm-hmm. and it is more of a, I guess, especially on the Enterprise, it's more for like um, obviously for entertainment as well, mm-hmm. but it's it's more for other stuff like training and stuff. Like that. Do you, do you know what I'm trying to yeah, say? No, I, I, I don't know what you mean. I think, uh, well, from what I read on it, it was like a like a Star Trek fandom website. Um, which I can't think the life of what it's called. You know, there's one, and it's, it basically has like, uh, it's basically an like, encyclopedia of Star Trek. Uh, you would definitely oh, right, come across yeah. it. Yeah, um, <laughs> I can't remember what it's called now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, memory, memory Alpha. Memory Alpha, yeah. Memory and it, it, it basically yeah. Alpha. I love Memory Alpha. Yeah. So Memory <laughs> Alpha, for those of you who don't know, it's basically a website that has uh, all the information they need to know about Star Trek. Well, all the, all the fictional information anybody needs to know about Star Trek. And it's always updated as well, which I'm, I'm actually very impressed with. Cause I it remember is really good. Yeah. Because yeah, as soon as the card came out, it, it did update like loads of things, like the story of 709 after it was updated and all that. I was, I was really impressed. Uh, they managed to update that as soon as that episode was like released. <laughs> so fair play, whoever like runs that, you're doing a good job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's got a lot of good stuff on the. Um, uh, this is this is a sidetrack now. It's got a good, yeah, lot yeah. of good stuff on the Dominion War. Like when I was yeah. watching DS for the first time, like I was really interested in the Dominion War. Mm-hmm. It's got a good article on the Dominion War. But well, um, well, anyway. What I, the... what I remember anyway, reading. Yeah. <laughs> <memory> <laughs> what album. were you going to say? Um, <laughs> It was something like it basically described the the hollow sweep being. Uh, I think basically what you said as well. Where I think you know a, a place of leisure, but also being smaller as well than mm. a hollow deck. Um, yeah. So yeah. a lot of things like 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 that it was describing as well. So yeah, I I hundred percent agree with you. I think it's mainly to do with with. I mean, because obviously a hollow deck, it's on a it's called a hollow. Deck, I guess because it's well, it's on a ship. I would, yeah, it's on a ship, and I would assume, like, yeah, especially with the Enterprise, because there's holodeck, hollow mm-hmm. there's more than one, isn't there? Obviously. Well, I say so I, I work on a, on, a, on a cruise ship. We we have uh, where we have like a sports uh, room or sports, say uh, like a like a little arena sort of thing. We call it the sports deck. So yeah. <laughs> I guess it's a. But ship. is that is that deck all dedicated to sports? Uh, yeah, or oh, well, sunbathing as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's a bar there. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, I mean, we do call it the sports deck, though. I'm trying to think if that's actually the actual name of the deck, or that's just a thing we all say. Probably it's a thing we all say, but it's interesting. I think, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's just. I mean, I wanted to bring it up first because you yeah, said, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because you said about it, and I, I was actually weirdly thinking about it last night. I think, yeah. Especially S nine, it is more of a. I just I, yeah. The term holodeck and holosuite has different meanings. Yeah, I think. yeah, it, it, yeah. I, all right, so for this then, okay, I, I will correct myself a bit. I think we'll say, you know, if, if you do say no, holodeck and you're being sweet, it's it's, it's fine. We, the yeah. hollow room, isn't it? The hollow place, yeah. the place of hollow. <laughs> you don't need to correct yourself. I think. No, no. Yeah. But anyway, so that's anyway, what we got over yes, that. <laughs> we're over that. Um, my favorite holodeck episode. Um, for the listeners out there, I think you'll probably remember, um, for our dedicated fans, probably remember my favourite, um, well, favourite all-time Star Trek episode and favourite DS9 episode. Um, 
is a holodeck episode. Um, and whenever we've talked about holodeck uh, episode, Star Trek episodes, I always seem to get drawn into the holodeck ones. Uh, but my favourite is, and I, I've said, like I say, I've said this before, um, my favourite is Take Me Out to the Holosuite, which is the DS9 episode where they all play baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, and, well, I mean, just to start off, I, I like it because obviously, I mean, I've said this before, it, it is... It takes place in season seven, height of the Dominion War, and I think it it kind of really is the perfect um, the perfect uh, what's the what's the one I'm trying to say? It uh, what am I trying to say? It's it, it, it's it's good that they have the holodeck, you know. Obviously, with the height of the Dominion War, I think it's really useful. It just highlights the 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 the, the importance of um, having something like a holodeck deck to take you away from escapism. Escapism, yeah, it's the perfect yeah. escapism, yeah. and it's, it's it's really interesting. It's a really interesting um, episode because it's um, you know brings it brings everybody together. Everybody's all dressed up in the baseball you know kit, um, and it, like I say, it's just a fun episode, and I, I, I it's. Um, Again, sports, so it's it's that way of having a holo suite that can create sort of um, sporting events and things like that. I know that um, I think I think Cisco likes to um, also. I don't know if there's an episode, but I think Cisco likes to watch um, old baseball games in the holo suite as well, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, I, I like that episode again just because it's got that sense of community. Everybody can go to you know, the hollow suite, and it, it, like I say, it perfectly sums up what a hollow suite is used for, um, but also, yeah, it, it's, it's like, I mean, for us now, it would be like going to, you know, going bowling or something like that, or, um, you know, uh, the, the cinema, or, you know, um, it's just, yeah, like that escapism of, of doing, doing a family activity, um, so in terms of, in terms of, uh, sort of, from a hollow deck, hollow suite uh, point of view, I think it just is the perfect episode, really, because it, for me, it perfectly sums up or uh, perfectly um, encapsulates what a hollow deck should be used for, like entertainment. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, in other, you know, it can also be used for. I mean, we'll talk about this again more, um, but like training and sort of, you know technology and sort of le- learning but I think um I think it's just that uh, take me out to the whole street is just one of my favorite episodes because it's just everybody letting their hair down it's 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 a different sort of aspect to DS9 in that it's why I, I think why I love holodeck episodes because it's not I mean there's a lot of holodeck episodes I can name that I enjoy so it kind of the, the best thing about a holodeck episode is it, it does take away from it, the norm. Like it's it's not just about the ship. It's not just about going to an alien planet. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I like the odd holodeck episode here and there. And I think I think it's important to have a holodeck episode or a holodeck episodes. Um, just be, do you know it breaks up the the sequence? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's you know if you just have a, a star trek series that 
it just has them going to a different planet every week or um, getting attacked by the Klingons every week or do you know what I mean? It is nice to have something different and I think that's what Take Me Out to the Holosuite does. It, like I say, it's everybody playing baseball um, or baseball as uh, Cisco would say. Um, <laughs> why don't you come and play some baseball with your dad? Um, that's my Cisco impression. Um, yeah, it's very good. <laughs> uh, our friend Jonathan Newhouse can do it better. But do you know what I'm trying to say? It's um, it's that that's why I like the Take Me Out to the Hollow Suite episode for those reasons. It's 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 a good way of breaking up the sequence of episodes, and it, it's you know, it's a good important sort of yeah, holodeck episode i guess yeah, yeah. no definitely um i definitely yeah because well my, my favorite episodes i would say are the, is the, the captain proton ones mm. uh adventures of captain proton and again i think it's the yeah. idea of uh escapism uh of just you know being someone else or doing something else for a bit i think that's the whole point of the whole deck he said it is escapism uh i mean through you know, in that universe, I mean, they're all obviously they're meant to be, you know, in space and they're all they're working hard all the time. And uh, and I, I know it's not real, but if it was real, I guess that's definitely something that they would need and mm. they definitely would, would re require. And I think, yeah. Uh, yeah, that Captain Proton for me, the idea of, uh, you know, I mean, for me personally, why I like their maps is because, again, it's it's sort of a salute to like the old sci fi, so it's got this weird. Yeah uh this like meta film element in it where it's basically saying like i don't know because obviously star trek is a science fiction show in itself but then it's quite nice how it plays around with like like b movies and all that and it's the it's the idea of um or well, paris is obviously obsessed with all that stuff yeah. I, I, there's always been a thing with star trek and being obsessed with old b movies i've noticed that like they when they when they watch old movies yeah and they, like, i know what you mean, always yeah. They always yeah. seem to watch like old black and white films, <laughs> so especially on Enterprise as well. Yeah. Enterprise, I, I think, is it Trip and Tucker? They quite like doing the, the film nights, and they yeah. always watch old classic films. And Tapol doesn't get it, but you know, because correct me if, I, if I'm if I'm wrong, but the um, the water uh, is it water volleyball or something? What is it? He he's really into um, Captain Archer. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, like, uh, water volleyball. <laughs> Yeah, water he's like a oh, water polo. Is it? Oh, I do. I thought I thought polo was well, the one with. What, it might be what. I thought polo was the one with the disc and the sticks. That's why I thought polo was because I thought of polo as in on horses. I might be wrong. I don't know. Yeah. I, I swear. So yeah, I swear. That's I thought. Polo, but then you can yeah. get polo as well, which is the same, but just in. Yeah, football. but they they got a ball though, isn't it? I don't know. I, I I'm you can tell well, I. Oh yeah, so I'm <laughs> expert at this. Yeah. Got like normal volleyball, beach. Yeah, volleyball. yeah. And that's water one, is it? And then there's a water. Is there a water one? I I, I don't know. Anyway, there's a, a sport he he obviously <laughs> likes, and I know yeah. I get a bit off topic here now, but correct me if I'm wrong. But they're not like like recent or anything, are they? I'm sure they're like old recordings that they find and, <laughs> and yeah. they watch. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure that's what he says, and I and I like I don't know. It's something that's always started an obsession with the past, isn't it? Which I find quite interesting because obviously. Is a depiction of the future, but obsession of the past, and with especially with holodecks as well. So we are getting back on the holodecks, don't worry. But yeah. I think they always seem to play around with uh, the past, isn't it? The past is always uh, a massive part yeah. of like you know exploring themselves or 
exploring you know any, anything i guess you know exploring the the world around them and they they seem to always seem to like to you know go back in time and, and play a lot with the past uh, especially yeah. um in, in ds9 you got um uh who is it um uh dr bashir uh, and they like you know doing like old uh, I think it's like loads of like, old British battles and things, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> so. does, there's an episode where he does. Um, it's him and Garrick, isn't it? He does an episode yeah. being a spy or something like that. But you're right. If you think about it, the majority of the holodeck episodes are period pieces. Yeah, Obviously, that's it, period like, pieces. Yeah, yeah. But like um, the one I think of most is um, the Killing Game in Voyager, where it's. Um, I've mentioned it on this on previous podcasts before. Uh, the killing game in Voyager is where the Herogen have taken over Voyager's, you know, taken over Voyager, and they've uh-huh. got Voyager, um, Voyager crew in the World War Two. Yeah. Uh, Nazi op- op- uh, Nazi uh, Nazi France, I think. Yeah, Nazi occupied France. Yeah, uh, that's the occupied. That's the word I couldn't yeah, yeah. think of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I, I think it, it is. Funny you should bring it up. It is quite interesting that um, the majority of the episodes are period pieces. They, mm-hmm. I mean, again, in like um, things like uh, Enterprise, Data, um, you know, she's obsessed with Sherlock Holmes. There's like a Sherlock yeah. Holmes, and that's sort of like a period piece. Um, and again, it goes back to what I was saying of them. Sort of, it's good to sort of. I quite like it because it's. I, I like that aspect of it because it's. It, it gets them out of their normal sort of Starfleet uniforms and it gets them in like baseball costumes or like, um, you know, old style, yeah, you know, yeah. apparel, you know, um, retire, whatever the word is. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's well, nice I, to it, see the characters yeah. in, you know, like a suit and tie or from the 20s or do you know what I mean? Well, yeah, I mean, um, in Voyager, they also make a, um, a bar, don't they? They also, they, they, they basically redo the bar. Um, it's, it's the French bar that Parrish likes going Oh, to. yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love, there's an episode where um, they're all playing pool. Yeah, or yeah. Or something. And um, it's the first time, um, but this is one of my favourite Captain Janeway moments. Um, my sister will laugh at this, so I know she's listening. So, hello, Emma. Um it's one of my favourite Captain Janeway moments, just because it's so silly, but it's 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 the episode where Captain Janeway first goes into that bar and they're all playing pool, and she's an old snooker or whatever, and she's never played it before. And uh, Tom Paris is like, oh, here, Captain, have a go, or something. So she's like, um, okay. Um, and then she all she says to Paris is, give me your stick. <laughs> <laughs> and she means she means the pool cue, the you know the cue to hit the balls with. But it, it's funny because she doesn't know the word, you know. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, she yeah. just says, "Give me your stick." Give me your stick. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's just the way the way she says it always makes me laugh. But um, <laughs> yeah, anyway. Yeah, no, no, not definitely. I, I uh, yeah, and uh. Yeah, I guess because obviously she is the commanding officer, and it's nice to see her sort of in a in a different light. And the hollow deck is the perfect, uh, you know, perfect place to do it. Because mm. again, they they can be anywhere, and the idea that they're in a well, in a in a bar, aren't they? They're in a bar. Um, 
I can't remember the name of the French town now. I've been there as well, and I can't remember what it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't been to that. I haven't been to that bar. I've been to the place that they they go to no, the reference the, the that, yeah, <laughs> that they reference. Um, mm. I did think of it when I was there. I was like, oh, I wonder where Paris's bar is. No. <laughs> um, yeah. But um, yeah, again, like, you know, the idea though is it's, it's a, you know, a bar and, and it's quite funny how they sort of interact with the, obviously the hollow, the hollow deck um, characters. Yeah, the hollow characters and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. really, it's, I, yeah, it's nice that they have, that they go to the same place, the, the bar, because it's the same on DS9. They go to that bar. I don't know if it's Vic's bar, but it's, you know. Yeah, Vic, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They all they all go yeah. there rather than just creating a random bar each time. It's the same one, and it's yeah, yeah. I can't remember what the, what the term is. Um, so I'm not a massive gamer, really. But there's uh, I basically characters. Uh, I remember I mean, I've seen the Jumanji movies, the new ones, and then there's always I like a... I've seen the first one. Yeah, I liked I liked the I liked I need to watch the second one actually. I, I, just... really, I really liked the first one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But well, character. technically it's the second one, isn't it? Because it's, it's I guess, a continuation from the Robin Williams one, but the yeah, first yeah, yeah. rock ones. I yeah, like yeah. it. I like no, like them. I, li- I think it was quite a nice modern take on it. I think. Uh, no, absolutely. I yeah, think I, yeah, I didn't have a problem with it. I thought it was quite fun. Like I said, um, I've seen the second one. Uh, well, the second one's like the next level, isn't it? Something like that. I have I seen it, but I can't remember. I've definitely seen it, though. I don't know. I, did I see it in cinemas? I can't remember. Uh, but anyway, you know, like they, 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 they encounter a character that can't say more than its script or something. I can't remember. And it, and it, do you know what I mean? I can't remember what, what the term they use to describe them characters in games. It's obviously a term they use. So it's basically, if it's a multiplayer, let's say it's, it's a, a multiplaying game online. Uh, mm. Everyone's obviously interacting with each other. But then there's also characters in that game that are not real. If that makes sense, and I can't remember what they call them. Um, it, well, it's just, what I'm trying to say is kind of a similar thing in a holodeck. It's like you have obviously, like if me and you were there, we'd be obviously us, but then there'd be like other characters in there that the computers obviously just generated, you know, yeah. and they just have to they use algorithms or whatever to respond to you, you know. That's mm. Um, but yeah, yeah, but, uh, so, you know, well, I don't think we've gone too off topic, but anyway, um, back on to my favorite one, I, I'd say, yeah, the Captain <laughs> Proton one. Because again, I agree with you. It's, it's escapism. Uh, mm. It's all about just you know letting yourself loose. It's another world, and, and nothing beats that than actually, you know, like for us watching a film or playing a game or or, or whatever or uh, listening to music. I mean, for them, they can actually turn the whole room into something new. And for me, Captain Proton. Um, uh, I said I, I don't want to get too much into what I, I'd use my whole deck for because I'm gonna leave that to the last. But uh, I can I can sort of see uh, Captain, um, you know, Paris's, you know, where he wants to be Captain Proton. I can kind of see, you know, in a way I, I can imagine, not necessarily uh, I'd be doing it all the time. Like he, he sort of does. He, he seems to really enjoy that, doesn't he? Do it. That's what I was going to ask, actually. Yeah. There's quite a few Captain Proton episodes. Is, is there any ones in particular? Or is it just Captain Proton uh, ones in general? Because you've got Bride of Chaotica where Jane yeah. May... I, I think, yeah, the one with Janeway, the, the bride the one. That's yeah. the one, yeah, yeah. I, I'm terrible of names of episodes. I always have been. Oh, um, I've always been more terrible of them. Anyway, yeah, that one. Um, because, again, because Janeway gets involved. And, mm. and I think it's the idea, because with that episode as well, because obviously um, they have an alien invader on the ship, and then he interacts with them 
with the game because yeah. the idea they have to play the game in order to stop him or play the episode, basically. And then Janeway has to get up in full gear and costume and it's the idea she has to play as well in order to, you know what I mean, yeah. to save the ship. Yeah. And, it's, and she's the only person who can do it. And it's, oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. It is. It, there's a similar there's a similar couple of episodes in TNG as well where that happens. I think the first one that comes to mind is where um, it's a Sherlock Holmes one and um, Data. Th- this is the one I told you about yesterday. That, uh, Data, Data against Moriarty and like sort of Moriarty takes over the ship or something, doesn't it? If I remember rightly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. And- yeah, there's that one. There's also one where it's um, Captain Picard's program, and it's Dixon Hill. Um, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, I think there's it's a similar sort of situation where the the, the, the ships in um, keep losing him. This only comes to mind, so I might have got the episode wrong, but I think um, I think it's a similar thing where like the, they have to go through like the mystery or solve the mystery of the program in order to save the ship yeah yeah i know i do like them so i think it, it, yeah it's again it's kind of this weird uh meta film element in it again where mm. it's you know that's a fictional world within a fictional world but then that fictional world interacts with the rest of the fictional world outside that you know outside that world and it yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. It, and that moriarty one i think is a great example yeah because that because that that won't give me a headache at first. I'll be honest with that episode. I remember. I, I can't remember the name of that one. I can't remember yeah. if it's. Can't remember the name of that episode. Because I. Eighties, I, I think. No, fist, I, on it, I think. No, it's, is that a different one? Say that again. Sorry. A fistful of daters. Is that it, or is it a different? Might be a different name. For the episode. Uh, anyway, the episode name isn't that important. But, no, um, no, no, not for this. Um, I said because. Well, you got to think there are so many Star Trek. Uh, well, I like to, I like to know the names of different episodes. <laughs> I, I I do like to know them. Yeah, I, I like to know as many as I can. Um, yeah. But like I said, there's so many of them. I, they always seem to fall out of my mind uh, soon enough. Oh. Like that Captain Proton one. I, I I know what you mean. There's a lot more, but I always end up saying yeah. the Captain Protons. <laughs> you know. Well, well I think it was yeah. the Captain Proton one. I only know the Brighter Chaotica one. Yeah. Yeah. It, because it is Janeway as well. So yeah, but, yeah. Um, <laughs> we got off topic again. We have, um, yeah. Not um, well, not. well, not really, not really. Um, I'm just curious of how many. Let's see if I can find out how many um, holodeck episodes are there actually in Star Trek. I think the, the majority of them um, happen in Voyager, don't they? I yeah, think. I think uh, so. Is it? Oh, well, I think they. But is that what you told me? Or if I imagine I read that. that somewhere. I definitely yeah. read that somewhere. Um, I don't know if I can get it. I, I tried to find a statistic here, but I don't think I can find anything. Oh, well. <laughs> if anyone knows how many holodeck, holosuite, uh, whatever <laughs> episodes are there in the whole Star Trek, uh, Star Trek, Star Trek franchise. Sorry, I'm a multitasker now. Star Trek franchise. Please let us know because I, I really want to know. Uh, yes. If I find out for the and, next episode, I'll definitely bring it up. <laughs> yeah, and um, and if the majority of them do happen in Voyager, because I, I think that's yeah, you know, probably yeah. right there, which makes sense because you know they're in the Delta Quadrant and you know a lot of time got, to kill. <laughs> yeah, and 
obviously there's the Herogen episodes, which is two-parter as well. So yeah. yeah. No, definitely. Right, Ed. Uh should we move on to our next point? Um yeah. so we're now gonna leave the world of Star Trek. Not not completely though. We're gonna take out uh the holodeck idea and we're gonna place it now in the real world. Um so yeah, first of all, uh holodecks, um what would they be used for? <laughs> or holosuites, what would they be used for? Um well, I mean, sort of going off the Star Trek thing, I think obviously first we know that they would be definitely used for entertainment. Mm -hmm. I think it's either, uh, it's sort of like the future's version of like a PS1 or because you can imagine like, I always imagine like if it, if it did, if we, if we did get like hollow suites, it would be like, you know how um, it's like in, in our, in our era, it's like, um, PlayStation versus Xbox. Yeah. It's um, Sony and Microsoft. I kind of think what would have happened if, like, you know, it, you, you had like a Sony. Uh, so different manufacturers? Day. Yeah, like a yeah. <laughs> You know how there's like yeah. the whole. I mean, growing up, like, did you have like a PlayStation or an Xbox? You know, I was always, I was always PlayStation. Mm -hmm. Then I recently changed to Xbox. Um, now I hardly play it at all. But that's neither here nor there. Um, so I always think like what would happen if it's sort of um, you know I guess Sony PlayStation holodeck versus Microsoft Xbox holodeck. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, so you'd have I guess yeah gamer rivalry as you have now. Yeah, so is this yeah wars? Yeah, so that sort of that's the console wars. I think they call them, don't they? Yeah, yeah console wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously we know that they they're used for entertainment purposes. It's like our version of yeah playing on the Xbox or sort of. Um, I mean, especially I mean, especially nowadays with things like virtual reality. I know, I know PlayStation have got a really good virtual reality platform. I, I mean, does Xbox? I can't, I don't really know. Um, um, I'm not sure actually. I say again, I don't really follow um, consoles yeah. as much. Um, I, I mean, I have an Xbox One, which I, I mainly use for now for play DVDs and stuff. But, um, <laughs> um, what I'm trying to say. So I know that obviously we've got sort of things like virtual reality now. So that's kind of like a that's kind of like a hollow suite, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It, it's sort of going that way, isn't it? Um, yeah, definitely. In terms of other things, obviously in, in Star Trek, there's things like, um, for training purposes, I think as well, would be quite interesting. Sort of things like um, uh, going off the virtual reality thing. This is, this is going off topic, but it's kind of on topic as well. Uh, a couple of years ago, I did a, um, a uh, science, technology, engineering and maths um, roadshow for the RAF. Uh, I was a presenter for it. I can't remember if you remember me being on tour. Oh, yeah. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, um, obviously, uh, I, I'm an actor. Um, but this, um, this particular acting job was more of a presenting job. Mm -hmm. And we would go around comprehensive schools in and around the UK. And we would present science, technology, engineering, maths shows to uh, kids to, you know, get them excited about, you know, a career in STEM and particularly the RAF. And one of the things we talked about in, in that presentation was the fact that the RAF used virtual reality for training. And I think, you know, if we had hollow suites 
you know, that's what they would also be used for is like training for like, um, you know, simulations sort of, uh, um, you know, especially with a, with a, something as big as, you know, the aviation industry, uh -huh. sort of flying around, test, testing new planes and, you know, testing new, um, you know, new, um, new technology, I think. Obviously, it's weird because I always like you know sort of things like planes and stuff. You know they have, you know, testing can can be dangerous. Mm -hmm. um, but I think if it, it was done in the safety of a holodeck, it would be, you know, easier. You know what I mean? Because obviously, if you if you say if you were testing a new plane um, outside, mm -hmm. it could you know, crash. The computers could go down. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I think you know with holodecks. You know, it'd be great, and I think, hmm. I think that's what it would be useful for, for things like that. You know, training for the the military yeah. or, or um, well, anything really. I guess, um, you know, I think like that. You know, the car industry, like BMW, could use holodecks for creating new cars and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, Formula One might use it. Oh yeah, Formula One might use it again for a safety point of view. I mean, the safety in Formula One now is pretty good anyway. But I think from a safety point of view, you know, if, if we if we had sort of you know holodeck mm -hmm. races, you know, I guess if a, if a if a driver crashes and you know, yeah, because yeah. obviously as we know as Star Trek fans, the holodeck you know has the ability to have safety protocols mm -hmm. and. Uh, you know, so that's you know, but the safety thing, I think, yeah, the driver would be would be protected. Um, so there's a lot you can do with it, like medical industry. That I know there's an episode actually of Star Trek Voyager, um, where I think Neelix has his lungs removed. Yeah, from, and then he has, uh, uh, yeah, basically holograph uh, lungs, isn't he? In all the stuff to, to, yeah. to breathe. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's obviously having, again, one holographic lungs, so that's what mm -hmm. it could be used for, but I think also sort of operations, sort of practicing, like learning and sort of medical students could go to a holodeck and sort of practice yeah. you know, operations on, you know what I'm trying to say? No, I think no, that, definitely. That's just my ideas. What no, about no, you? no, definitely. I, I think um, uh, I love when you, you, you said about the idea of the military using it, because I, I actually think, if anyone's going to have it first, they would have it first. I mean, mm. I mean if you look at history, I mean, uh, the radio, or they call it back then the wireless, that was before it was commercial, the military had mm. it. The internet, before it was commercial, the military had it. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. So I do think, um, yeah, if that technology, it, I don't know, maybe they're using it now. <laughs> I think uh, it maybe, would be. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do think that if anyone's going to use it first, it would be a military thing. Mm, no, absolutely. So it would be used, like you said, for training. I imagine, uh, uh, you know, all sorts of things like that. Like you said, uh, medical training. Um, I guess you know, for combat, uh, all that sort of stuff. Um, so I definitely think, yeah, I think the hollow deck would be uh, a military. Um, well, I mean, it'd be, it'd be owned by the military first until eventually. <laughs> Uh, like the radio and like the internet, it would be handed over then to to public use to to commercial use. So then, like you said, then it will go into I guess uh, you know like the console wars. You'd have uh, <laughs> you know it'd be more yeah. It, so it'd be accessible to the public then. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I like yeah, the idea you said about, you know, using it as a, as a, as a, uh, a simulation, isn't it? You know, mm. like, um, I mean, there are, you know, like you have flight simulator and you have all sorts of different simulators um, playing. And they're pretty popular games anyway. People like doing them. But I mean, the idea, obviously, using a simulator to learn, I think, uh, yeah, definitely. I, I also think, yeah, learn and also to uh, to relax and unwind as well. Um, you know, therapeutic as well, quite a good fit, a way of, uh, of therapy. Um, definitely opens a lot of doors. The idea of, uh, you know, Holdeck is a, a giant simulation. You know, you, you can go and be anywhere, um, be anyone, you know. So, uh, yeah, I, I definitely think that, yeah, it would start off as a military thing and eventually become more commercial. And I, uh, and I, I don't know, it'd be, it's, it's interesting to think, you know, the sorts of things that it would be useful. And also, let's go to our next point now, but I might as well bring this up now, is the idea, where would you find them? So, yeah, I mean, you know, we might as well get to that point. Yeah, yeah. Unless you have anything else to say what they... Um, I don't think so. I think we basically... Some, I think, you know, the idea of it being... Uh, use for uh, for education, say, as we said. Education, yeah. Yeah, um, or, uh, you know, like I said, simulating, you know, different scenarios that the military would use. Um, and then, it's, yeah, all sorts, of, all sorts of things like that. But then I think, yeah, now moving on to the next step of saying where would they be? Let's say then, okay, so they started off with the military and now they're given to the rest of the world that the internet was, you know. How how will it work within society? Would they be, like you said, would they be in places um, like, I don't know, bowling alleys, cinemas, them sort of places? Um, would would only the rich of the rich be able to afford to have their own personal ones in their homes, you know? Uh, possibly at the start when they first be launched. I mean, not everyone had the internet when it first came out. Not everyone had, you know, all sorts of different things when they first come out. You know, eventually they go down in value and, you know, they are more accessible to people. Um, I think as well, you know, or would they start off maybe, you know, after in the military, would they go off to schools first? Or would they, would the, you know, the, the world's governments try and focus the attention, um, I say, uh, you know, in school. So, you know, the idea of educating uh, and stimulating, um, simulate, simulating, so it's the idea of using them in uh, schools for like, you know, science projects and all sorts of things like that. Like, 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 well, kind of like well, you know, you were saying, you know, you have, um, engaging kids you know yeah yeah no no that is a good point yeah i think um yeah i think definitely in schools uh schools would definitely have you know a holodeck or holosuite mm. um part of you know and, and universities as well like I said. yeah 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 I, I definitely think with the younger generation as well like um you know sort of um you know, uh, I mean, I'm thinking to like to like my nephew's age, so like five. So he's in, you know, he's you know year one, year two sort of age. You know, definitely in that in that way as well. Well, like um, for, for for me, like the way I, I mean, I'm I'm a very kinetic learner. I mm. learn by by doing things. I don't learn really yeah. from listening. Uh, I mean, me growing up, I found a lot of especially science i found all i did really was copy out of books and no offense to any teachers out there but for me that didn't work and i, I stand by that to this day it, it didn't work for me like like they'd say things like well copy out a book it'll stick in your head and i'm like no it isn't <laughs> i just i just copy you know letters out of a book i don't think i learn anything i i i don't anyway 
whereas the idea that you know being in schools with the whole idea of being access to a hollow suite i think would have made education a lot more f- i think i think i think the idea of fun is is important in you know in learning as well and the idea of you know just just be able to do it you know understand things by actually seeing them yeah and, it's more and, enriching you know, interacting yeah yeah you get a you get a fuller fuller um learning experience do you know what I mean? yeah I definitely and i mean in some ways like i i can i can i'm kind of jealous of um children of today as in the you know the resources they have access to i mean i mean i don't think we had the internet well, we didn't well, we didn't have broadband anyway until i was a teenager i mean you know i remember i, I remember i remember dial-up that was annoying mm, yeah i remember dial-up. <laughs> I think, yeah i think it wasn't until we got to like comprehensive school that you know schools had like for, I mean, for our, for our generation. Has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, it's, yeah, but you know, I mean, the idea of, I mean, you, you, I remember there was a time I never Googled things for information. I never even thought about doing that. You know, it, it wasn't really a thing. You know, it wasn't, whereas now, everything is sort of Googled, isn't there? Everything is sort of, you know, is, is in front, which is great, I think, you know, and I mean, I'm, we, we had BBC Bite Size, but it's not as good as it is today, I, I, I wouldn't say. So in today, I mean, all sorts of things they can do on the I think Bite Size would be a program, a holiday program in itself. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. No, I'm 100%. I, 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 I definitely see that. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely see that, you know, education. I mean, I think uh, my mate Jordan, he used to work at a school and they, they had a room called The Dome. Uh, he was telling me, and I only just thought of this now, and I remember him saying, and I, I thought of it as an, a hollow suite, and it was something like it project things on the ceiling and, and around the room, and they mm. call it the dome. So uh, he worked with a lot of uh, children with all different needs, and they, they you know, and they had uh, different ways of learning, and this helped them a lot. And I, I sort of related to that. I was like, yeah, I would love that sort of thing. The idea of um, more like sensory learning, that sort of stuff, you know. Yeah. Uh, and it, and you know the idea. I think it said he, he called it the dome, and basically walked in this room, and the room was dark, and then he'd switch switch um, something on like a and there'd be like a beam of light, and it would like cover the room like in stars or something, and they'd learn about astronomy and and, yeah. and things like that. So it's definitely something I'd say that's on the books of education. It's definitely that they they're looking into. I think, and I and I and I definitely think I think we're right saying that yeah, I you know it'll be military first, and then. It, you know, I like to see it going on to, you know, into education, you know, to a way to learn. You said universities would have them as well mm. uh, and then sort of places, uh, especially, I think, for, for younger people. I think it's uh, a great way of learning. I mean, learn about history. Imagine that, learn about history. And yeah, you know, you're back right. In, and that's what the holodeck does on Star Trek. <laughs> you know? That's what they do in Star Trek. Yeah. At, I always remember, like, for example, learning about the Battle of Hastings. Yeah. No, I remember this one time. Um, this was back when I used to live in England. Um, uh, why that's important, I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, I remember a history lesson at school we had, and we were learning about the Battle of Hastings. Um, and the teacher actually took us outside to the school field because there was like a hill bit yeah. area, and he would like he split the class into two and sort of he would he basically he did the lesson as the battle of hastings if that makes sense sort of like a to teach us about yeah yeah one army at the top of the hill and the other at the bottom of the hill and i think you're definitely right in saying like about history and stuff because i think if 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 we had had a holodeck 
you know, to learn about the Battle of Hastings. We could have actually like created the actual Battle of Hastings and we could have actually been there and, and, yeah. and seen it and it, you know, got to, um, I guess just, yeah, learn about the different, I guess, you know, um, not just like what happened in the event, but also like the smells and like the, the textures of like yeah, the, that's it, yeah. The, the um, you know, the clothing that they had and just, just yeah, being that era. Do you know what I mean? No, definitely. No, I I hundred percent uh, agree with you. I think it, it definitely would make children. Well, obviously, I know you obviously just went outside, but imagine actually going to a holodeck and you know, like you said, the whole smells and 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 feels and all that and you know around the room i definitely think you know that would i guess engage you know young people a lot more yeah it makes it more fun to learn about especially like that aren't necessarily um i don't i don't want to say you know there's certain subjects that are boring but like not everybody would like history do you know what i mean i love them i I was really good at history um you know but there's i guess Everybody has different subjects that they find, you know, exciting more exciting one than others. And there's definitely subjects that people find more boring than others. But I think with a holodeck, it would balance everything out in terms of, you know, say yeah. like the um, I never really liked. I mean, this was back in school. Now I, you know, now I'm I like running, but like I never used to like PE. Uh, but like, say if like. Imagine having a holodeck episode where I could, uh, a holodeck episode, uh, a holodeck lesson where we could just go to, you know, a football match and be in the football match and blah, blah, blah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, no, definitely. So, I think yeah. as well, you could actually, I don't know, it'd be, it, you'd, you'd have like, 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 I like the idea when you said about running and, and football matches, but I guess it, it's kind of like, you know, you could experience being coached by a famous sports person or, yeah, you, could, you know, you'd be taught by you know the, the best mind in maths or you know, Albert Einstein. Yeah, or, you know, yeah, yeah it's yeah. that idea as well that you know, you, you yeah. I know, I know, I'm not trying to take teachers' jobs well. away from them, but I guess it's you know, it's the idea of you know you can literally get the best of the best through technology, can't you as well? Mm. Um, and that's definitely, I mean, you know, that's one thing great about the internet is the internet is. A, you know, a giant is a giant web. Obviously, the world wide web of, of information that we have access through a click of a button. Yeah, um, it's a, it's you a know, big teacher, really, isn't it? yeah, and 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 uh, and that being a, ho- a hollow deck or hollow suite, whatever, and the fact that you walk in and you you change everything around you, and you you know you interact with it, and there's so much information in there. Hmm. You know, I, I just think, you know, how could you not use that for education? It'd be stupid not to, wouldn't it? You know, it was yeah, just no, like, exactly, exactly. you know, definitely. Uh, no, I, I, it's, it's exciting to think, you know, how, you know, things will change in the future. Like, um, you know, if we, we do have our own, um, not together, but we have our children one day. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think, I no, think, no. I think um, no, what I'm trying to say is, um, no, it's, it's exciting to think if you do have children one day, I, I mean to say, how their education, you know, yeah, would be, be different, different than, than, than ours, yeah. you know, like we'll be saying things that I remember when we had a, you know, uh, a chalkboard and, uh, uh, you know, and a, a pen and a, and a piece of paper and, you know, and there's them with the holodecks and their <laughs> gizmos. 
yeah. And then we'll be yeah. the old people there moaning at them. Back in our day, you know, you didn't know when you were born, <laughs> you know, sort of thing. I, I always think of the um, this isn't Star Trek now, but I always think of the Future Armor episode where they um, they go on the internet, but they're actually like on the internet, like they have the headsets. And they yes, are actually... yes. I like to think of it like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, yeah. funny you say that. Now, I mean, I don't know if you. I read uh, an article about um, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, and right. they put loads of money into like the idea of Facebook in the future will be VR, and he wants to make Facebook VR. And there's been like trials of it, and there's videos you can find on YouTube. But I like around watching them just to see, you know, it's just interesting, you know. Mm-hmm. And he actually. Um, goes into a virtual world with um, his friends, and it's it's so weird. They like just, which is a big thing. Now. I mean, there's a thing uh, on the PlayStation. I haven't got. I got a PlayStation. I haven't got this. It's uh, VR chats become a big thing, where people basically um, become an avatar and they got the goggles on and they basically mm-hmm. roam this world and they interact with people in virtual reality, which is, <laughs> which is. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I guess you know. Would I guess V? I guess yeah, that's a good point. Well, you know, obviously the holodeck and hollow suites. I mean, I don't think this is well. It's not. That's not really reference at all in Star Trek. But if it was in the real world, would it be plugged to the World Wide Web? Would it be an internet thing? You know. Yeah, exactly. And I think as well. I mean, it goes on to that. How it? How would it run in? How would it run in terms of the everyday world? Like, um, yeah. sort of say like. Uh, if the internet went down, like, or if, you know, like, like, um, like a couple of weeks ago, our, in our house, our internet was being dodgy and like nothing would connect. So yeah. like if people had their own holodecks, like would there be instances where it would go down because it's connected to the internet or is it a separate thing? Like, uh, if it's wired yeah. in, I see like how, mean, yeah. how would it run? Um, would it just be there? Would it just would it just exist? Yeah, yeah. Or would it have to be connected to a external yeah, thing? That, yeah, like that, a server, like on yeah. Yeah, like a server, like yeah. like for instance, I mean, recent. Um, it's funny we should bring it up, really. Um, recently, Garmin has been. Yeah, have you heard about the Garmin thing? It's been hacked, and the whole Garmin's down. I haven't actually. Uh, oh. Uh, well, basically, like um, I use Garmin for like uh, my runs and stuff, but it also. Garmin also does like the GPS for like you know the aviation industry and um, like the weather maps and stuff. Okay, and yeah, 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 yeah. It's been hacked. Um, I won't say too much on it, but um, so a lot of people have, are at a disadvantage now. So I think again, like, could like you know, could it be hacked? Could it, if it was running on a server, could could everybody? Yeah. Did you hack a hollow suite and sort of? Yeah. When people are in, say, like people are in the program, like, could you hack into somebody's program and meddle with that? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, that's a really interesting. Yeah, because I, I guess, like I said, if it is connected to the World Wide Web, I mean, the internet obviously is full of all sorts of things as well, like viruses and, and yeah. hackers. And, you know, unfortunately, we do live in a world where people are trying to, you know, commit fraud and things like that. So, yeah, that's that's a re- it kind of reminds me of um a few years. Well, I'll say a few, I think this was, this was must have been about 
this is the year Xbox One came out. And I know this because my brother had one for Christmas. <laughs> and I remember it would have been, yeah, this is, what was that, six years ago or something? I, I think it was a long time. I, I can't remember when it came out. But, uh... but it was the year it came out because I remember my brother had one. And uh, he couldn't get onto the, the servers. It was running too slow, like really slow. And we just blamed it on the fact that everyone's probably trying to use it at the same time. And, you know, everyone's had one for Christmas and all that, you know. But it turned out what happened was it was on the news that a hacker actually got onto the system and actually he hacked both PlayStation and Xbox Live. And he, uh, yeah, he <laughs> he basically made them all slow. Oh, I, think I remember reading about yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, definitely big news. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think I remember that. But it's easy to hack, and yeah, but it's, it's like on it, it's like um, New Year's Eve when like when it, you know the countdown and everybody's sort of around around that time when it's everybody's trying to text each other and ring each other and everybody's like yeah yeah the the the, the, the phone lines sort of jam because everybody's contacting each other to wish at the same time happened. yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is quite funny how people do that still. They even know that happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? um, um, no, no, I, yeah. So I think, yeah. So when we say, uh, where would we find them? So I like the fact that we say we find them in schools. Um, I also think as well, yeah. So we'd find them as well in more commercial areas as well. Because obviously not just education i think like we well we definitely said this already but it'll, it'll definitely be a form of, of entertainment it'll definitely be absolutely i think that would be its biggest market as well yeah like we said like but you know like you know we said about um you know maybe in the first few years they'd be they'd be you know only places you have to go to in order to to use these facilities like schools and like um libraries maybe and also like uh places like zaps you know because i was in the zap zone you know the zap zone or the zap zone is actually the name it's not called the zap zone zap zone is the name of what it is i'm trying to think of what it actually is called zap zone is the base of the branding name of what it is so the zap zone is a (laughs) what's it called um laser quest oh laser laser quest yeah yeah, yeah I call it the Zap Zone. The reason I call it the Zap Zone because the one in Newport used to be called the Zap Zone. Because why? The one in Newport, I think it was one in Newport, was called right, the Zap Zone. So ever since, yeah. So ever since, I always naturally call it a Zap Zone. Everyone <laughs> was like, "What are you talking about? It's the Zap Zone." No, anyway. So yeah, um, them sort of places like you know, like uh, bowling, cinema, entertainment complexes. Let's call them that. Yeah. So I definitely think they would definitely start in those sort of places. And talking about Laser Quest, brilliant idea for Laser Quest anyway, wouldn't they? You know, the idea of, a, you know, a hollow suite doing that. I mean. Yeah. You know. But I mean, it doesn't have to be laser. It could be actual sort of with actual real guns. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With hollow safety. Guns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guns, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, definitely. So it'll definitely um, be a place of entertainment. And then eventually, I think as the years go go by, I think um, hollow suites would end up becoming a place um, that people have in their own homes. Uh, I think I think they'll end up becoming a thing that you know, like a bedroom or bathroom. It'll become a hollow room. <laughs> That's it. I mean, like yeah. it, it could literally just be the size of a the size of a bathroom, the, the yeah, size yeah. of outstairs cupboards. Yeah. Because you know you. 
if you think about like the enterprise, you know, they go into like a small box room and it suddenly becomes, I just think of like, you know, the first time you see Riker and Data, it's like that big jungle thing, isn't it? And it's like, yeah. they're actually just in a box room. Yeah. So, um, but I think, I think when it goes to, when it goes to, when it gets to the period where people would have them in their homes, I think, I think you mentioned it at the start of the episode, like, I think it would be, a, be something for the rich. Yeah. Um, or it would at least start off like that, I think, yeah. you know, it, it would that, definitely... It got me thinking about, um, uh, that Tyron guy. Is it Tyron that we were talking about? The Jeffrey Coombs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah, yeah, and he's obsessed with with uh, with, with Kira. Kira. Yeah, with Kira. Yeah. But he has his own holodeck, as you know, it's mentioned. Mm-hmm. Quark says you have your own, and he's like just a little present to myself. But we know that he's like a very wealthy man, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I definitely think, yeah, to start with, definitely. I think just the technology. I think it would be so expensive. Well, yeah, it'd be like a, a status thing then, wouldn't it? It'd be, mm-hmm. you know, I have a hollow suite. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, sort of thing. I, I was thinking about this yesterday, like, growing up, especially, like, um, if you had one in your hat, like, um, you know, you always, I think, yeah, definitely status or class. Mm-hmm. I think you were always, like, judged on what car your parents drove or, like... Um, yeah, yeah. Or, like, if, if you had a PlayStation 1 or a PlayStation 2, like, if you had a PlayStation 2, you were rich. If you still had a PlayStation 1, you weren't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, subsequently, with if you were on Xbox. But do, do you know what I mean? I think that's... Yeah. Like, if you had a new car, you'd be judged... You're always judged as, you know, oh, he's well off. But if your parents drove, like, yeah. an older car... Do you know what I mean? Well, it's interesting you say that, Mike. I mean, even before like we were born, people only had one television, or some people didn't even have any televisions, you know, or color TV. That was a okay, massive thing, TV, you know. Yeah. If you had a color TV, you were, you know, you were loaded. If you even even had a television, you were loaded at one point. You know what I mean? Or if you had more than one, that blows people's minds, you know. So, and you know, there was even a time when everyone's bathrooms were outside, basically, you know, they, well, the toilet was outside and in the garden, and people, you know, go out to the outhouse you know and all that and now so i you know and i also i find you know when, when people had especially in our lifetime i think having on suites were like um you know considered only for i don't know when i say for, for the wealthy maybe but anyway not many people had on suites but i i don't know i i see a lot of people now especially new builds if people buy new build homes now a lot of them do have on on suites in them on suites, and, yeah. and on suites seems to be a thing you know, everyone, you know, everybody wants an ensuite. Yeah, you know, and it, you know, it used to be en suite, you know, said, oh, maybe only the privileged got, you know, yeah. and now it's become more accessible. So I, I do think the whole idea of the holodeck, it, it would take time. Like I said, it would be like in, in Star Wars, obviously, with, with Tyron, and he's got one, and Yotty Quark's like, wow, he's got his own holo suite, he must be loaded and all that. And then eventually, as time goes, you know, it, it, it'd be a thing that everyone has. I, mm. I, I, you know, I think, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, think it would be kind of like, sorry, Karen. As I say, even like the computer as well. I mean, not everyone had a computer at one point. I said, yeah. not even yeah. had the internet at one point, you know what I mean? Like when laptops came out, people still had desktops. And it's like yeah. Laptop and, um, no, definitely. I think it will also be kind of like, um, like if... Um, 
like the iPhone thing, like people who have iPhones. It's like where you, you say you get like an iPhone, whatever number up there, like an iPhone 10. Mm-hmm. But like, as soon as you get an iPhone 10, an iPhone 11 will come out. And then as soon yeah, as you get an iPhone, yeah. an iPhone 12 will come out. And I think, you know, it could be like that, you know, like Holodeck 1 will come out and it's like, oh, I've got a Holodeck 1. But it's like, yeah, but I've got a Holodeck 2. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, I know what you mean. I mean, with, with me as well, like I, I'm really interested in VR at the moment, as in I, I'm interested. I haven't actually got one, but I'm interested in it. But mm. like for me, like the, I think the biggest one, I read a magazine about it and I think it's the, the Oculus something is like the one to yeah, get. I've heard of Oculus, yeah. And they, they reckon Oculus is like, you know, the, I guess the Sony, the Apple of the VR world. That's their, you know, that's, 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 that's their place. Um, but still, I'm I'm very like I'd like to sort of have a go and or even have one myself. But at the same time, I'm like I like to see wait well kind of wait until technology gets even better because I know do you know what I mean. By the time I have one, it'd probably be like does that make sense? I like to kind of like to yeah, wait. Yeah, but I think then you'd all, you'd be constantly waiting. It's like yeah, that's I'd, true. I'd wait for like say like the next iPhone to come out, but by, by the time. I'm able to like afford it. The yeah, ne- the, ne- the ne- yeah. It's really interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's it is a weird one. Yeah, it's because I remember when you know the camera first went on the the mobile phone. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and that was remember. again like seen as a status thing. Like at school, yeah. you, even at, at school, if, even if you had a phone, yeah. Big, but like, you know, it would seem. You weren't popular if you had, like, a phone that didn't have a camera. Yeah, I remember the phone, uh, the phone where you had to actually attach the camera onto it. I remember the one of them. Mm. <laughs> at that age now, remember those yeah. days, man, when you had to attach your camera onto your phone, onto your. We're Nokia. only twenty-seven as well, but, you know. So it's not getting. But then it yet. shows how, like, I think, like my dad was saying, like, um, these past twenty years unbelievable how technology has advanced mm. a lot quicker than it advanced yeah and in how 70s, quickly, 80s you know yeah yeah th- th- these few years have just been mental yeah. like it, it just evolved so quickly and like i said i, I definitely like to see that hollow suites will be a, a thing of reality in the future um and i and again i i think yeah I, I, what, we, what we said so far like you know they the, will start off maybe in the military then education and then eventually will be given to the, the general public but then it will be only certain places you have to go to maybe the bucket and stuff in order to use them yeah. and and then eventually it'll become a thing you know you can have in your home i mean for instance look at the cinema i mean there was a time when we we go to the cinema probably every week or something i mean i i still like the cinema now i do However, what I'm trying to say, I'm trying to say like the, the general public, so everyone as a collective would go to the cinema a lot more. I mean, now mm-hmm. you have access to, you know, a lot of the latest films. I mean, films, and they don't take that long, it seems, now to, to be released, as in to go on to things like platforms. Platform yeah, and, and quite a lot of, yeah, quite a few films nowadays are sort of being shown at the cinema at the same time they're being shown sort of, say, on. Yeah. So it's like you might as well not go to the cinema because I think yeah. it's watching that on the comfort Monday. of your own home and I, it is interesting yeah it, i yeah so if hollow switch do come out i would say we would sort of 
I don't know. It's kind of like we would go back a step, really. We, we'd, we'd step back a little bit, as in we'd actually start going to places like entertainment complexes. Um, I mean, now, look at now. Now, I think the big thing is escape rooms, isn't it? Escape rooms seem to be a massive thing at the moment, as in people yeah. uh, really enjoy escape rooms. But imagine, like, you know, escape room, but, you know, in a hollow suite, you know. So I imagine that definitely a popular program, going to an escape room in a hollow suite. Uh, you know, rescuing uh, a damsel in distress in a top of the tower, fighting a dragon or whatever. That sort of stuff will definitely be very popular in these sort of places, you know, in hollow suites. And then, you know, so a lot of the general public will have to, like, if they become really popular, obviously, the general public will have to actually go out and go to these places, spend money in these complexes. And then eventually, as we said, like what happened with, with cinema and all different sorts of entertainment, it's become more you know it's in the comfort of your own home you know it mm. will be a thing that you 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 know you 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 got literally under your roof sort of thing um yeah. so I, I think that's an in, interesting way of, of looking at hollow suites uh, you know especially through, through through entertainment purposes anyway yeah definitely yeah but i think now we can go on to our next point obviously of um I think you kind of brought it up, really. I, 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 I think there's definitely an episode that really plays on that, and that's that episode you brought up with with with, um, with uh, the Jeffrey Coombs character, uh, Tyron, mm. is uh, obviously uh, the ethics of using a holosuite. What is, you know, obviously with everything that we do in the world, there needs to be, I guess, rules, you know. Um, yeah. I'm a strong believer of... Um, you know, you do need to police things sometimes in order to have peace, in order to, in order for society to function. We do need yeah. rules, you know. Um, you know, I love the idea of you have freedom and be able to do everything that you want, which is great. But I do think there are, there has to be um, some borders, some lines, there, some red lines in order to keep the peace, isn't it? In order to keep everyone safe. Um, so I definitely think that we look at things like ethics now, uh, it will definitely be a massive, um, well, a massive topic anyway. With the ethics of the hollow suite and how how it's used and who uses them and yeah, and for, like um, <laughs> you know, yeah, you know, would there be like uh, I mean, you were saying this yesterday, um, age restrictions, sort of. You know, I kind of think like if you say if you go to like an entertainment complex for for the holodeck, you know, would would you get ID'd? Yeah. Sort of the same as you would sort of having to go see if you know, you know, you go to the cinema and you want to watch an eighteen eighteen rated film and you know you looked you know, like you were twelve or whatever and you get ID'd, <laughs> or if you go to the pub and you want to drink, you'd get ID'd. It's just like the same sort of. Is that would there be an age restriction? I think there would sort of certainly on. Yeah. On, on, yeah. Definitely. Or like I, um, certain programs that you want that are age restricted rather than. Yeah, well, like, like like games are, aren't they? They have certificates yeah, like on games, them, yeah. so that would definitely be, uh, I, I'd say, a thing put into place. Um, I I think as well, how people use hollow suites for their own personal use would be things like, uh, like like for instance, like Jeffrey Coombs episode, you know, the idea that he's using it for his his own fantasies, and he's fantasizing about someone, you know on the same you know the on the same uh well in, in, the, in the same universe as in as in a real person i'm trying to say you know as in mm. kira's there um you know is 
I don't know, it, would that be ethically wrong? Ethic, yeah. yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? And it, even though it's not real, and it kind of, it always makes, again, I love, we always seem to fresh, um, reference um, Futurama, because you know, I always think of that Futurama episode oh, with, say. yeah, you know, with Fry and it's, um, I can't remember her name, it's the, the actress. Lucy Liu. Lucy Liu, yeah, that's it. And he obviously is obsessed with her. And then he mm. ends up like having uh, an android that obviously resembles her. Yeah. And it's her because it's her subconscious. It's her memories and stuff. It's basically her. And he's using her for his, his sexual pleasures. And, um, and it's like, is that the right thing to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Sort of thing. It's, it's you know. And I think that episode really does sort of explore that, I think. Um, Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, because it, it is what, what you, you know, what, what is right and what is wrong. Because at the end of the day, you can look at it and think, well, all it is is just a beam of light. It's not hurting anyone. It's not. However, it's like, but still, is that ethically, you know, correct thing to do? As in, at the end of the day, you are using someone's image. I don't know. It's, it's, in, it's interesting. I think that will definitely be, definitely be up there. Yeah, I think it's, it's one of those sort of things that becomes a taboo thing, really. Yeah. If I think inside your own home, would it be better? Like, you wouldn't, would you be able to, and then if it was like a, in an entertainment complex, would you be able to do it? Or would it like be yeah. in your own home? Sort of like, it, it is very like taboo topic. Oh, definitely. Like, especially on, Especially if you if you're thinking it from uh, you know a, a sexual pleasure, yeah, point, you know because you could like you could really fancy someone and like really want to, you know I don't know whatever with them, um, but with a holodeck you could you could sort of create yeah. you know a, 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 a holographic version of you know the person that you fancy and you, you could just be with them. Because it is an episode, isn't it, in TNG when Geordie's obsessed with that that uh, engineer, the lady. Is it Geordie? Oh yeah. And that, yeah, and that's yeah. and that and that sort of questions that because she's like, you've got a simulation of me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. And it is yeah. And imagine though, like you you did that about someone and then they found it. I mean, I don't know. I can't even obviously get my head around it because obviously it, it is hard to comprehend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But obviously, this would be an issue. And also, I think it would question, you know, would that be right thing to do or wrong? Because obviously, like I said, it's only a beam of light. And also, like you, I like you said about obviously, you know, it being your own personal use, but also, you know, if it's in like a, uh, you know, like a, a com- entertainment complex. But also, I, I think, should hollow suites then be policed? As in, you know, I mean, obviously, unfortunately, you know, um, I, I don't want to get too much detail of this, but we do live in a world, unfortunately, that that, that isn't, you know, the greatest. It's, it's not a great place, the world, is it? Obviously, we, as we can all agree with. There's a lot mm. of horrible things happening in the world, which is horrible. Um, and so I don't want to get too much into it, but, you know, um, the idea, obviously, of there are particular people in the world that may use the hollow suite, obviously, to have particular fantasies over, uh, let's just say, a lot. People, about people who are a lot younger. Let's just say that. Yeah. Okay, I don't want to get too much into that, but you know what I'm trying to say. I, I thought that's where you were going to try and go. Yeah. So obviously, I, I, just think, I think I agree. Yeah, people would definitely 
abuse that. Yeah. yeah, and obviously that I mean that 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 upsets our stomach just thinking about that. Mm. I mean, I had no. trouble even getting that out. You know. Yeah. No, I think exactly. you had trouble even listening to that. You know what I mean? So, but that is something I think would be a problem. Um, mm. And again, it's the argument of it being a beam of light and all that. Uh, but then obviously it's like, but yeah, but still he's still looking at obviously images or imagery or whatever of, of that sort of stuff, which is illegal now, uh, obviously for a good reason why it's illegal. Um, and I do think, you know, it would be a question with, you know, so should that be policed? I mean, like for instance, if, if people are found with horrible footage or whatever, or things like this now on their hard drives, they get punished for it. Of course they do. You know, that's, that's horrible. Um, and I, I do think that would be an issue and definitely something that would be brought to attention, I think, a lot sooner than we would think. It's what I think it would be like, whoa, 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 what about this? You know, someone could use and abuse this to, to do some quite horrible things. So yeah. I know Starter doesn't actually explore that, obviously, because, well, I wouldn't really want them to, to be honest, but I, I <laughs> you know... Um, it's definitely something that I think would be. Uh, I don't want to say I don't want to bring a downer on this or anything, but I, I do think. No, no, I, it but would, it is yeah. important. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I yeah, do think. Yeah, it, it would need to be policed in, you know, in some shape or form in order to stop this from happening. I, I, I think as well. It's not just that topic mm -hmm. that would need to be policed. It's sort of things like. Um, it's other things like uh, people. Well, it, it, again, it's like it is another topic that's hard to talk about. But like people wanting to harm others, shall we say? Um, yeah. You particularly hate someone, for example. You could. Yeah. You know what I'm trying to say. So it, okay. it's, yeah. it's if you think about all the crimes in the world, if people had holodecks. It's like, well, I could get away, I could literally get away with murder, but then mm. that that would be policed as well. Yeah, I, I guess, mean. I guess what you're saying is, what, what I, I, I just thought of, it's kind of like the whole idea of, of ethics, well, around hollow suites and what you can and cannot do. I mean, let's think of it like, um, so a game, okay. I mean, a lot of young people play Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, and exactly. a lot of young people. I mean, and they do this in the comfort of their own homes. They're on their TVs, and they're playing. This is now. We're not talking about the future. We're talking about now. And they're playing a game where they can shoot at anyone, run over anyone, do anything. And the things you could do on there is unbelievable. You know, it's it really is. No, um, but imagine that in a holodeck scale. Would yeah, imagine, cool? imagine, yeah, imagine like if you think about Grand Theft Auto in a holodeck. Yeah. Yeah. Would that be wrong? Would Rockstar be told you can't do that? You know, would Rockstar get a block then? They can't, they can't, they're not allowed to make any do the whole deck industry because we can't be having that sort of content because it's, you know what I mean? It's like the idea because you're a criminal, you actually be a criminal in that game as well. That's part of the story, yeah. line, isn't it? I, I think that would be something that's either Rockstar, for example, or, or any developer would be either banned from making or sort of you make it, but then they like, would go back to what I was saying that you would need to show ID. You know, there would be an age restriction. There would be like a 18 age restriction or, or, or 25 age restriction or um, 
Yeah. But then I guess these things do sort of slide, don't they, as well? You know, you have a lot of people who are a lot younger playing these games anyway. But maybe the holodeck, would they have a procedure where it knows your age? I don't know. <laughs> it knows who you are. You walk in the room and be like, you are underage. And then it like turns everything off. I don't know. Yeah. So, no, it's definitely... No, it's, it's, it's definitely quite interesting. I mean, it is, it is the internet, basically, isn't it? The internet, obviously, there's this place of wonder. Me and you know, we made a podcast, but anything we like, we can publish it to the world. Um, we've got the technology, we can, we can make it. We've got our webcams on and our, and our microphones and all that. But then it's the idea, obviously, the internet can also be used for a lot of darker things as well. You know, it's... Um, I mean... I mean, being a Brit, I don't really see it like this. But one uh, a description I, I saw before of like the internet, and it was basically when the it was a big time of downloading the mu- music illegally, and it was all things about torrents. And as American used this um, quote to describe a torrent, um, and I, and I, because it was basically explaining how torrents are not necessarily illegal. It's basically the content that you download is illegal. Okay. And this American used this quote, and it works, I think, a lot, well, it works a lot more um, relevant to, to, to Americans, I think, than to Brits. But still, I, I understand what they're trying to get at. So basically, a, the idea of a gun. Okay. Mm. So a gun, obviously, is a weapon, and it's dangerous. Uh, but also, a weapon can be seen as something um, that is used for protection. So it's how, basically, what you're trying to say is a gun is just hey, basically how you use it. Yeah, and you know, yeah, I know what you're trying. Yeah, that's ba- and I, and that sort of quote I've always sort of stuck on my mind as in, yeah, it's, it's how how you use so how you use a gun. Do you use it to kill people or do you use it as just a form of defense, sort of thing, you know? So with the internet, obviously, do you use it for education? Holodex, do you use it for education? Do you use it just for a little bit of fun, or do you use it to to play out, you know, some maybe some very taboo very sick fantasies or as you said like you know i don't know maybe do crime as well i mean i'm sure it's def- especially if the whole holodecks were connected to the internet there'd be all sorts of ways of of you know doing things i'm sure there'll be different ways of even performing um what's it called uh, a fr- fraud and, and, and things like that you know i'm sure there'll be all sorts of things they can do yeah it's like um you could look, yeah, you could do some really nasty things to people. Like, for instance, I could literally have up my own holodeck and I could create a perfect replica, say, of your room right now with, mm-hmm. you know, your bed, the, the same bed sheets, the same posters on your wall, the things that are on your bed. Mm-hmm. And I could trick you into sort of think, making you think you're actually in your bedroom, but yeah. you're in some sort of, I don't know, dark dungeon somewhere yeah. but you, you're, do you know what i mean i yeah no i i yeah i that reminds me of that episode of enterprise when they they capture a member of um oh well they um my mind's gone blank now of enterprise uh characters um who are they fighting in the enterprise uh the main enemy until season four the Zindi. The Zindi, is it? So the member of the Zindi, isn't it? It's um, I can't remember. It's not reptilian race. It's, it's it's one of the other races. But basically, the I think it's more of the humanoid races. Anyway, so they capture. Remember, Archer captures him, 
and then Archer makes it that he's 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 woken up in the future or something, and that the reptilia race has gone against them. And Arch, and then they like basically. So basically, they they got a ship and they're making it because and they got the holodeck because it's it's in the holodeck. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And they're trying I, to get yeah, information I, out yeah, of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that because again, it's had this sort of meta element in it where I actually questioned. I was like, whoa, why is he on his side now? <laughs> sort of thing. And then you learn, oh, actually, they're in a holodeck, and because they like you know that they're like pushing the uh, you know the, the the ship as well to make it feel like the you know in space and things like that and and but yeah no again though yeah that's a really good point what, what you said that I, you know it, this I guess, I guess that's one way i guess the military would use it though as well isn't it you know in interrogation or interrogation yeah yeah you know that's yeah really interesting what you yeah you said there and what's um, scary i guess you know people could kidnap people and, and do that yeah right? well yeah exactly I, I could i mean not that i would want to but i could kidnap <laughs> you and uh, and like I say, just put you in a replica of your room, and you can be like, oh yeah, I'm in my room. It becomes room, a Truman Show for real, like the Truman. Yeah, the true. Yeah, the Truman Show is a good example, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Anyone who hasn't seen the Truman Show should watch the Truman Show. Yeah, it's a really good film. Was it in case I don't see it? Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. It's on Netflix. <laughs> it is on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is a good film. I do like that film. Yeah. Um, but it is a good example, definitely, of what we've been talking about. The other thing I want to say from an ethics point of view is um, that I, I can't recall any Star Trek episodes, so anybody listening out there could probably tell us, or, or maybe you, Matt. But like um, another thing from an ethics point of view is I, I think, that, I mean, you haven't seen Dark Matter, have you? No, I haven't. Still haven't seen that, no. Um, there's a sci-fi series called Dark Matter, and there's there's um, there's an instance where one of the main characters' wife. I I, I don't want to ruin it for you. No, uh, carry on, don't worry. Uh, one of the main characters' um, lovers or wife uh, dies, but her they manage to save her conscious um, consciousness. Mm -hmm. So um, so the main character is able to go into um, into this program and, and be with his his dead wife uh and I, it kind of just got me thinking about how what if you lost someone or, or um yeah yeah if you lost a loved one or whatever but you have like the, the ability to create a holodeck version of them or like a or like you know the, um an emh doctor that do you know what i mean like a, mm -hmm. yeah, a, yeah. A version of them ethically would you still be able to um would you still be able to love that person could you make love to them you know would you still want to you know yeah it's basically a... them it's basically their same consciousness their same memories like it is yeah. in, in that matter she has all the memories of, of the main character's dead wife but and it's I'll... not her yeah. she's not real they're not real but could you still do all those things i mean related to star trek isn't that basically what happens in picard with data yeah, I guess, I guess. I mean, again, like, I don't really, mm. I, Picard for me was a bit, but, um, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. um, so from an ethics point of view, you know, it's, that's quite an interesting yeah. thing about as well. Well, actually, when you said that, um, 
I've actually recently come across a documentary uh, of the of something you know nothing to do with science fiction. Now this is reality. Um, so you you said of course this person passed away, and so they basically downloaded say their um, that's what I'm looking for their subconscious or their, their consciousness, isn't it? Onto yeah, yeah, uh, to, to digital forms as them. Yeah. So I watched this. Uh, it's a documentary on Netflix um, called uh, Dark Web. Um, right. Dark Web follows all sorts of different things um, around the web, and a lot of things. Obviously, you can imagine being caught in dark web. You know, a lot of things like fraud and and, and things like that. Uh, this episode was uh, mainly about robotics, and it was about um, it's just Japanese lady, and basically. She lost her husband and um, or her fiance or something like that, basically her, her, her life partner. And what they did was uh, there's a company who, who looks into these sort of things. And uh, I can imagine it being quite expensive to do. But basically what they did, they, they looked into his, um, his, basically his behavior through his internet, as in, no, so his, the way he messaged and the way he communicated with her. So they basically used his phone um, to understand his personality and how he reacts to certain things. And what they did then, they used that and other things well they could find of him, uh, his virtual side anyway, and they actually put that consciousness into a robot. Mm. So basically, it was like him, and mm. she saw it as him. And it's, it's a really interesting like uh, documentary. And basically... She's basically interacting with this robot as him, and he responds as he would have responded through basically basically his chat logs. They basically used his chat logs as uh, the basis of of uh, of making you know it's him basically, and it, it it's, it's just it's just I don't know. And it, it kind of reminded me what you just said then. You know, is is that right or is that wrong? And I don't know. It's I think you know. I think yeah exactly i mean i think it's whether you have the you know the the ethics or the the moral um the moral ability if you like to 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 do that like um for example like um just before christmas uh, last year i, I lost my granddad uh, my yeah. granddad passed away. um i would give anything now to to see him again and and share a whiskey with him and like yeah, if i had yeah. a holiday I had a holodeck, I, I could do that. I could share yeah, yeah. It with my granddad. But it, mm. it, it's not a whiskey, but it's it's like any, I mean, if, if anybody who's lost someone would know, like, you'd give anything just to have one more day with them or one more memory with them. And I think mm. going off that lady, she had the, you know, the moral ability to, mm -hmm. to, to, to interact with her husband even though she she knew he was uh, a robot or you know but she still she still did that do you know what i mean do you know yeah what anybody who's lost anybody yeah i mean i mean obviously the, the, the technology is not here yet as such i mean it was obviously no, some complications with it but i think yeah like you, you said about obviously you're granddad i guess if it is someone that you really care about i mean I can definitely see this a thing for especially people like widows and widowers, you know, um, just having that comfort, I guess, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, 
and I'm sure there would have been in the future a lot of widows and widowers who who would use that technology in order to have, say, um, like I said, like you know, like you said the, the, the their consciousness downloaded, you know, into a digital form, kind of like with like, kind of like data as well. Uh, I mean, because data is is alive, isn't he? And it's you know, he's, he's alive. I know he obviously he is an Android anyway, but then I guess I don't know. It's it's I don't know. It, it it goes into all sorts of different directions. This this as well, doesn't it? I mean, that that, that sort of questions what is reality again, isn't it? What is real? I think that's sort of rounding it back to a Star yeah. Trek point of view. That's yeah. what Star explores really well. Is yeah. it's some sort of through you know, yeah, holograms and stuff. Well, I guess, yeah, it kind of, I, mean, I was talking to you yesterday, but it reminds me of a lot about um, one of my favorite books, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep by Philip mm. K. Dick. And uh, I guess I was, I was talking to you about this uh, at the start, he wakes up with his wife, the main characters, um, Rick Deckard, and um, basically they have uh, it's, it's like a motion chip things and basically they can set any emotion they want so they can feel good all day thanks to this motion chip and there's other things well in, in the book where you know he has a pet electric sheep and everyone has electric animals and and they like said he in the end he falls for an, an android woman and you know he ends up having a sexual relationship with an android woman and and it, it it's just sort of I mean, this book was written years ago, but I mean, I, I, it does still, I think, question today, like, um, especially the emotion thing. I think that's quite an interesting part of it. You know, even though it's not real or it's, it's artificial, it's man-made, if it's as good as the real thing, does it matter sort of thing? I don't know. It, you know. But yeah, that's the, that's the exact point. Like, like you said about, obviously, uh, with, you know, the, the spouse of that character who said it in, in that program, yeah, it's not real, but if it's good, if it's just as good as the real thing, does it does it matter? Do you know what I mean? If it still brings you comfort and it still brings you joy and all those sort of things, does it does it matter then? You know, and it, it, kind of like in that book, really, did it really matter? Because it was even though it wasn't real, it was man made, it was a machine. But so yeah, I mean. It's kind of exciting, actually, as well, to think about. I mean, how the world's going to change in the next... I mean, look, like I said, how fast technology's come in the past 20 years, in our lifetime. Imagine another 20 years' time. Yeah. I mean, we'll be 40, you know. <laughs> well, not 40. We'll be older now. We'll be oh, in our 40s. 40. Yeah, we'll be 47, <laughs> sorry. I keep forgetting how old I am. <laughs> anyway, my point is, though, we'll be in our 40s, well, nearly 50s, let's just say 40s, and... Um, Late 40s. In, yeah, yeah. Mid 40s. There we are. Let's say mid. <laughs> I prefer mid. <laughs> no, but my point is, <laughs> I say mid 20s now, to be honest with you. Um, I say late mid 20s. Um, my... I, say, I say late 20s because uh, late 20s. But anyway. <laughs> I want to say late. To, there's a nine next to the number. I always said that. Uh, <laughs> um, but no, my, my point is, I mean, these are the things that we will be talking about in the future. I mean, there's a thing about, uh, there's a whole program somewhere, and it is quite funny, to be honest. Uh, and these people are laughed at now. They are, and they really are. They're laughed at. And these are people who work in the, ex, in the a lot in the sex industry, and you know, imagine pornography and all that. And, they, and there's these people trying to build sex robots, basically, as sex workers. I mean, 
you can look at it in some ways going, well, if you can actually do this, I mean, you know, does that mean people themselves haven't got to be sex workers? The idea that a robot can just do it, I guess, you know, that's sorted. That's one thing I guess you could see as a positive, you know. So you haven't got to actually get, you know, a real person sells their body. You actually have a robot, you know, just to do it. And, you know, at the end of the day, a robot could be seen as, as just, um, well, or a piece of furniture, isn't it? Like, um, you know, it's just a robot sort of thing. Yeah, just a robot. But then would that robot then become... Conscious, yeah. <laughs> like, like not like data, but... Well, yeah, yeah, like, yeah data, like... yeah. Exactly, this is my point. And then we'll go into this other headache of... Yeah. Consciousness of machines. <laughs> and then, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, and then... I mean, it kind of makes me think about, you know, what the future will hold. I mean... And what route will go down? Because I don't know if you've ever been a... Are you a fan of The Matrix? I, I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but I've seen the films, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I like... I like um, obviously, you, you know the idea of The Matrix, obviously, run by yeah. uh, machines. But I, mm. I've watched the... Um, you have the anime. You have a chance to watch the Animatrix. The Animatrix is basically the animes of The Matrix. And right. one of them's called... Um, I think it's... Um, I said, is it Nation Zero? I think it's Nation Zero. Hang on. So basically, I'm oh, sorry, getting gassy. So basically, um, what happens is it tells a story of the relationship man and machine and how man went against machine, okay? Mm. And all the machines were sent to their own country. And I think it's Nation Zero, I think, call it, correct if I'm wrong, someone out there. I think it's Nation Zero. Um, basically, Nation Zero then wants peace with mankind and then tries to actually become its own nation as in you know so it's um it's a nation that is equal to all the other nations so at the moment mankind has sort of pushed them out the way they don't want them anymore because they have consciousness and stuff and they're scared of them so they chuck them in their own will in the end the robots obviously just get annoyed and end up taking over mankind uh, as you know they took away the sunlight and all that and then they use mankind, obviously, as batteries, basically, as, as chemical energy. And then, obviously, they build the Matrix. Yeah. But that's my point, though. I think it's... I mean, I know we got off topic a little bit, but I, I, but still, it, it does sort of question, you know, how far we can go with technology and how far, you know, and how we have to, I guess always be care- and a science fiction i think in a way gives us the head start it gets us to sort of explore these things before they even happen yeah because in well, the future, i'm sure it will definitely be a thing like you said like absolutely. like i said about oh you know it will just be a you know a piece of furniture or you know a, 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 you know a, a robot's basically a vacuum cleaner but then one day in the, you know in years to come probably way before well, sorry, way after, I mean, uh, we're on the planet. I'm sure it'll happen, not in our lifetime, but there will be a time when machines will be more, you know, have more consciousness and they will be like, hang on, we want our own rights now. And and then how we deal with that. And then, you know, would there be wars? Would there be, I don't know. And it's, mm. I think what I'm trying to say is it's great that science fiction as well, like, like Star Trek, allows us to think of these things. I mean, the hollow suite itself. I mean, the fact that, you know, this is, I and mean, this is a, a thing that we've we've sort of highlighted in in these podcasts so far about how much we think it's such a great way of exploring the Star Trek world and and you know like I said like with data what's what what is it to be human and all this and 
again explore history and all this and learn lessons and things but it also it opens doors of discussion of what it'd be like in the real world and even i mean me and you talking now we even start talking about games of today and how gta you know is that actually ethically correct you know having i don't know a game like gta i'm pointing because i got my playstation there <laughs> but you know you know it's yeah it's it, it is definitely a minefield i'd say it opens up so many doors so many things and i yeah what the future holds of and it's, i think the holodeck's definitely one of them that will be one of them things where we'll have to There'll be so many, I think, international, you know, you know, they call them international like meetings and UN meetings about these sort of things of, you know, what is right and yeah. what is wrong. Yeah. yeah. And like, you should have, which countries military should have, uh, have holodecks. And... Yeah. Oh, should they all be accessed them? And should children of the world be having for education? Yeah. And, uh, and if we argue for entertainment, how would they be used? Should like we said about the whole, you know, the whole um, you brought up with the, uh, you know, the losing your spouse thing as well, or losing your loved one thing. Should they have be given those technologies in order to, you know, yeah, talk to them? Right. Yeah, I, right. I don't know. It, it's it's a weird one. Mm. I mean, in a way, I mean, would I mean, I, I know I'm going off topic again, but I mean. Like I say, the holodeck is such a complex thing, such a simple idea, but also opens so many doors into so many uh, scenarios. Like, you know, would the holodeck also be a place of, um, I mean, another subject's quite dark, but euthanasia, uh, the idea of taking one's life. But what if that life was taken and their consciousness was downloaded onto a virtual reality? I mean, yeah. would that be okay then? I don't know. So <laughs> it's... it's, it's well, also, then, what do you want that there? Kind of like connects what we've all been saying. Yeah. Losing your spouse, it connects, doesn't it? Yeah. And would yeah. you want that as well? Would you want to download your consciousness onto a? I don't know. Yeah. Or would you rather just? Oh, sorry. Excuse me. Would rather? Would you just rather? You know. Yeah. Pass away and in, into the ether, sort of thing, or would you want to carry on as as a? As a robot, or or you know, like in a robot, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Or like you, you, you literally live on the internet, like sort of thing. You know, it's definitely a, a question. I think. I mean, I, I don't, know, I don't know if I can answer it now. I, I don't know. No. You know, it's it's. Uh, one thing you could answer is our last point, which is. Ah, we are getting to that. Yeah, we we are we do get into all these different topics we got we go into great detail but i i think it's been good though uh yeah we probably should get to so, our last but we are running out of time right? last point. <laughs> matthew so, westcott what would you do if you had your own hollow suite i mean okay so part of me would like to do the whole um paris thing of you know the captain proton because i've always i've always liked to because one thing that's attracted to vr is there's a vr game called i think it's called the bridge starfleet the bridge where you actually become a captain on a bridge so that's one okay. thing I'd love to explore. However, for me as well, um, I think I use it actually to, to, to go to gigs, to go to concerts, because I, I love going to gigs and concerts. And, and especially now, it's been a hard thing to do because obviously, um, well, it's coronavirus. But if we, if we could have virtual, if bands could do virtual gigs now, live now in your hollow suites, you've got Slipknot yeah. or whatever. 
And the idea that you could, like, you know, go in your Hall Street and watch, say, or anyone, Eminem or anyone, live in your Hall Street, and you could interact with people from different parts of the world or wherever, and you're there in the crowd, I, I think would be amazing. So I definitely... It doesn't necessarily have to be a live concert. You could yeah. your own, I mean... Your own historical. Yeah. I, I've always wanted to go back in time and watch the Beatles. So, yeah. you know, I could do I'd, that. I'd like to go and, like, you know, I think if I was to pick, like, an artist... I mean, I'm not, a, you know, I'm not a gigger or anything, but um, I'd like to watch Michael Jackson, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Sort of like the legends, you know. I like iconic, <laughs> yeah. So it'd be like watching iconic performances and actually experience them for what they actually are. So yeah, I would say music. I'd definitely explore the world of music performance, I'd say, in my oh, hollow suite. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Hey, um, mine, mine is a sad one. Well, not a sad one in terms of that sad, but it's when I was younger, I, I always used to have like a, um, a really big imagination when I was younger. And I used to, I used to be really into like football and stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, I always remember when I was younger, like I used to watch um, like uh, programs like Final Score and stuff, which is like basically where it's like this big program. It's hard to explain it to you because you're not a football fan, but um, Final Score is a program where it's like um, showing like the scores of the day, like all the people. No, like, I have seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I'd watch as a, as a little boy. Um, I would watch Final Score and like then in my living room pretend that I was playing football. Uh, okay. Watching Final Score. It's, it sounds sad, but that's the yeah, yeah, yeah. I would love it if like that. I always like thought, oh, wouldn't it be great if I had like my own hollow suite and like I could I could actually be a footballer like this is when I was big into football um yeah. and, and it's the same with like um again when I was younger I used to really enjoy watching Wimbledon and like sometimes I'd, I'd pretend that whilst whilst I was watching Wimbledon I would pretend you know in my living room or bedroom that I was sort of a tennis player and I was sort of playing against the people on the telly do you know what I mean yeah yeah uh, and it sounds sad but that's like no that's no like no I can yeah the imagination of the of of young Dan um, and now like being a Formula One a big Formula One fan I, I would never get the chance to um, feel what it's like to sit in a Formula One car or drive a Formula One car but if I had if I had a holodeck I could mm. so I think I would probably use it for sports um, personally yeah, yeah. Um, you know any sport that I would I wouldn't I mean I'm I mean I could literally go to a park right now and play football but like for instance like Formula One I'd never get that opportunity so I yeah. could I could go and race against you know it, it's like the legends you know um sort of drivers that aren't around anymore you know Ayrton Senna or um you know those sort of legends of Formula One um so yeah. but, you know I, I mean yeah I think from a leisurely perspective i think mm -hmm. um that's what i would use my holiday for is a uh, is sports and that sort of thing <laughs> can i can i just say uh, very quickly so we are finishing up now but i i like what you said about um i don't know it's the idea of children using it as well and i, I like the idea of children using it of a place of um i don't know um maybe yeah children than say young adults as in a place of just just um if they have any questions or anything they need to explore as in for growing up so, for instance, like um, 
especially young teenagers now. We have services have to like, like, like talk to Frank and things like that, don't we? Obviously, you know, the drug use and things like that. But I, all I'm trying to say is, you know, of children as well, of being bullied in school, it's quite a good sort of sanction to go to. And it could also be ways of, I don't know, sort of helping them through yeah. that, you know? So yeah. Yeah. I, like, I like that idea of, yeah, of definitely children and, yeah. That's you can go down like a mental health. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, therapy. Therapy, yeah. Therapy, yeah. definitely. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, you know, uh, definitely do all sorts of things in there. Uh, you know, yoga, yoga, um, yoga, Yoda? No, yoga is. <laughs> I thought a Yoda is in Star Wars. Yoga classes, you know. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. I think just to, just to, uh, personally summing up, if I think. Star Trek has already given us so many inspirations for technology, sort of things like the iPad and yeah. you know, blah, blah, blah. I Flip think. phone, yeah, yeah. Flip phones. I think holodeck technology is probably the next big thing that Star Trek could give us, really, I think. I, I think so. I definitely think one day it will be real reality. I, I definitely think. It's, it's definitely there in the, in the imagination of, of a lot of people. And I think, you know one day it will be reality. I mean, the theories of the Star Trek, remember, is based on actual theory. So who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Right then. Wow. I think, uh, wow, what an episode. We've talked about so much. (laughs) Let us know what you would do with your Holosuite. Yeah, definitely. I'd definitely like to know what everyone would like to, well, what would they do in their their Holosuite? Would you use it for all sorts of things? I mean, if it's too personal, maybe not get into it too much. Um... You see yeah, my imagination. Yeah, yeah leave, that, leave that to yourselves. Um, as long as you're having fun. Uh, all right then. So, of course, uh, that's what we, we talked about today. It's, of course, uh, hollow decks or hollow suites. Um, but anyway, uh, thank you all for listening. Remember, of mm-hmm. course, you can watch us uh, on our Facebook page at M and D H Q, or you can watch us, of course, on a YouTube channel. Uh, Matt and Dan House of Quark on our YouTube channel there, or you listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Anchor, Breaker, and of course Overcast and Pocket Casts as well. Thank you all so much for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day, and remember, live long and, and prosper. prosper.